Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the WNR Body Transformation Podcast by your host, Yash Jaswani, owner of WNR Body Transformations. Now, it's actually been a pretty good week because I've had a couple of new clients starting. Uh, some of them are like, I'm really excited to work with them because they got their head in the right place. So, but anyways, jokes aside, today morning while I was in the restroom, you know, doing my regular thing, I was thinking... What the hell should I cover, you know? And I was like, let me just categorize my clients in different types. You know, because I've worked with several people over the years. So many types of people, like, name it, I've worked with that, that kind of person, basically. And in my entire experience in the past eight to nine years as a trainer, I've worked with, let's say, the anxious Miss Sheila, who's too afraid to step inside the gym to that 19-year-old lad who's just passed out of university and he wants to get as jacked as possible in order to impress the honey babes, you know. So I work with different types of clients and I work with different types of people over the years as a result of which my experience is not the best but it's pretty unique when it comes to coaching people from the gen pop general population. That's what I mean by that, you know. So I've divided this podcast in three sections. The different psychological archetypes of uh, clients that I work with, the gender of the client that I work in, and like the age of the client that I work in. So I, I'm just going to note it down. So with regards to the different psychological archetypes of the client that I work with, I made notes for that. But now with regards to the gender of the client, there are only about two to three types of genders, male or female. Well, these days it's debatable because people are very sensitive about that, but that's not my topic to cover but yeah i'm going to be covering male and females um the next one is going to be the age okay so in each of these i'll be covering what are the primary motivators for all of them okay and what what is the strategy that i pretty much take for all of them now when it comes to the psychological archetypes that i usually work with there are seven types of them seven types of people basically Sorry about that. That was just a calendar notification. But there are seven types of people whom I work with. The first, it goes from like let's say the anxious type who's popped up on antidepressants, barely sleeps, stress eats a lot, you know, to like let's say the robots, like my favorite type in my opinion, to whom I just write down the plan and they just do it. They don't. They don't piss about. They don't like moan about. None of that, you know. But you need to realize like. Those types of clients are very rare, but they're an absolute delight to work with. But the anxious type who make things extremely difficult for me, they are a pain in the butt to work with. But when they do transform, you feel extremely satisfied. You feel extremely fulfilled because you go like, yeah, I've done a pretty damn good job and I've actually changed someone's life. You know, So uh, during times like that, you feel really, really good. So the first type is probably going to be the anxious type. Yeah, the first time is the first type is actually the anxious type. Usually, there's some sort of psychological challenge when it comes to their ability to do things. It's not that they don't want to do things. The reason why they actually reach out for help in the first place is because they want to change. But nine times out of ten, what I've actually seen is the common characteristics are like they suck at managing their time. They tend to self-diagnose the way they feel which is usually depressed, anxious, stressed with either food or some antidepressants or alcohol or anything which gives them instant gratification and pleasure. And 
getting them to do even the basic stuff like hey just do 6000 steps a day you know hey just have some sort of protein and vegetables in your meal you know it's going to be like it tends to be usually very challenging because this because they are their toxic way of doing things pretty much serves to them as their comfort zone like unfortunately i don't mean to i i don't mean this in the form of any sort of disrespect to anybody but that's they are like strengthen up their habits so much like so badly that it's really hard for them to break it up because of which they 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 find it hard to get things done and their internal feedback mechanism tells them that they're capable of so much more but they're doing things negatively as a result of which they end up feeling depressed so like i've seen 9 times out of 10 therapy doesn't help them you know despite popular advice and then just not aware about their values so the first thing that i actually have not only these type of clients but almost all my clients do is identify their values now values are those things on those things or anything or anyone with whom you spend your maximum amount of time effort and resources on so i have them allocate i have them um, identify their values and then on the basis of that i tell link the fitness to their values basically so like let's say if their values could be kids work you know husband so I go like okay if you probably get fit you you'd be a better mom you'd be a better employer boy because you can take on more workload and you'd be a better wife because the intimacy in your relationship is probably going to get better you know and for people like them i give them the bare minimum in order to reap the maximum so i don't even tell them like yo you need to hit the gym for 7 days a week 6 days a week you know do a deadlift i'm like if you can do 8000 steps a day that would be great let's see how much progress we can make up with that if you can use a standing desk instead of a seated desk that's okay you know so i try to give them the bare minimum and for people like them i don't really periodize things i try to take it on the fly but i have some sort of periodization scheme going on at the back of my head basically but I frequently check in with them just so that I keep them on track. Now that's the first type. The second type is going to be having some sort of idea and awareness around health and fitness, you know. But usually they try to get things done with in the form of a fad. <laughs> so I got one client who before coming on before coming with me, he would starve himself for 3 days and he would often go for these nonsense retreats where they would just feed him juice and vegetables <laughs> which is so bad like nobody should ever do that so like these are the people who uh, the starvation the fat diets you know the the type who would try to get rich quickly or try to lose weight quickly now people listening to this podcast need to realize that getting rich quickly is impossible because even if you do easy come easy go you know so they're the they try to search for the sexy object the shiny object syndrome the such like the nickname that I'd like to get these people are the shiny object syndrome fellows basically so i've currently got three of them at the moment on my roster of clients and with them also i i help them identify that the reason why they have never been able to get in shape is because they have done things in an all or nothing fashion and, and if you want, want to actually get fit fitness needs to become a part of who you are it's not that you treat it like an option so the metaphor that i give them is if they are in a relationship do they only speak to their partner when it feels good no absolutely not you're going to speak to your partner even when it doesn't feel good because it's a habit so i try to teach them good habits but the intensity and the degree at which i teach them habits is going to be way more faster compared to the anxious client you know 
So, and the amount of habits that I throw at them at a given period of time is going to be relatively more compared to the previous category of client. Now, do you realize that not one is not superior than the other? Each of them have different starting points, you know, but in these cases, I still give them the bare minimum, but in these cases, I still periodize things, but I periodize things in a not so aggressive, not so optimal manner. And I tell them, hey, why don't we fix your sleep and why don't we fix your steps? That Those are the first two things that I work with these type of people. And then I run that for two weeks and then for, and then the next thing that I do is I have them address their nutrition. That's basically it, all nutrition and training. And while I address their nutrition and training, I, depending on what they can do, I might go like, I might either give them a portion size guide or I might either give them like eat some sort of protein and vegetables before every meal and just go for any sort of exercise or group class or just go and hit the gym as per this particular workout where I just give them the bare minimum, which would be anywhere between two to four days a week, well, more of like two to three days a week, you know? So that's the second type of client. So yeah, I call them the shiny object syndrome guys, you know, and girls basically. The next one is gonna be wants to do it, but also understands things on a very objective level, but tends to be extremely emotional with respect to their goals, you know? So they attach their soul worth with regards to how well they adhere to the plan. And even if there's one slip off, they go like, ah, oh, life is over, etc. So with them, I give them the bare minimum as always, but the degree at which I throughout them like the bare minimum habits would be relatively most i would probably give them three changes at a time for people like them and go like can you fill in the tracker can you prepare your meals can you do your steps cool awesome next let's probably move so the rate at which they do progress is going to be relatively higher and they're amazing to coach because they tend to be more open and they also tend to have like a little bit of a banter thing going on so the way i click with them as a coach is going to be more better but yeah with them, I have them periodize a little bit more and the, with them, the way I put pressure on them is relatively going to be a bit more, you know. So with them, it's as simple as making them realize that the comfort bubble that they've built around themselves, which contains food, drinks, Netflix and all the other to toxic habits is not going to serve them. And even they know that, but um, we replace one habit with another habit and initially they might fail, but they... I, I teach them I teach them the main important point of that you don't want to chase perfection you want to take you want to chase taking action because in the take it in the process of taking action you're probably gonna you're gonna know what not to do and over time you're gonna know what not to do and that's a part of the learning curve so with people like them I teach them that it's not the all-or-nothing approach and you know, their worth is not associated with the way with how quickly or how quickly they drop weight basically so that's the third type the fourth type is going to be, I don't want to put too much pressure on myself, but I'm still very rational. Now, these clients all, I mean, they're, they're cool to work at because I educate them, I educate them a lot. But with them, if you throw too many things at them, we throw too many variables to track at them, they tend to go back to their old habits. And the people like them, they have other priorities in their life. It could be work, chasing success, family, etc. So in each of these cases, I just give them the bare minimum. But with them, I speak to them more objectively around their nutrition and training. And with them, I tend to associate their worth with how quickly they progress, which is going to be counterintuitive to the previous category that I spoke about. 
and I give them deadlines and I give them pressure and I give them targets because they tend to be a bit more objective relative to the previous three categories, basically. So, yeah, they're, they're a delight to work, but with them, I still give them like the bare minimum to reap out the maximum. Simple as that, you know. Now, the fifth type, yeah, they understand everything on an objective level, but they tend to party a lot. They tend to have a lot of toxic habits going on around them. They tend to have a social life which solely revolves around food and drinks. And they just can never seem to do it, basically. And they just like to spend on stupid stuff like the most important supplement, a good pre-workout, but they actually tend to sh sh like shy away from the stuff that actually makes a difference, which is training, nutrition, sleep, hydration, and mindset, basically. So with them, I'm extremely harsh. <laughs> and they tell me that they want me to be harsh with them. So with them, I'm really blunt. With them, I put more pressure. With them, I give them things which are a bit more complicated, like, hey, track your calories and macronutrients. And that basically is it. And with them, I tend to coach them by finding a new social circle, which is less around food and drinks and more towards their health and fitness. And I also make them do their values test as well, because they have been trying to get in shape over the past few years, and they have not been chasing fat diets at all. But weirdly, somehow, somehow, some like somewhere, and quite often, they find themselves outside McDonald's at 3 a.m. after a heavy night of drinking. And they go like, yes, but I tracked it in my calories and macros. So with them, I'm extremely objective, I'm extremely harsh, and I'm very blunt, but every now and then I do speak to them like a friend, and with them, I do periodize things down to a T. And if they if they steer off plan, I, like, I give them crap, basically. I'm like, you're, you're getting away from your plan. So I've got currently like two of them like this in my roster. The next one is gonna be the one who's completed a transformation with me who was in that previous category before but now he is very rational he understands that i actually mean well and i don't mean to make his life hell but i actually mean to enhance his life but every now and then he's probably going to try to negotiate with me on how intense the process should be and how intense the process shouldn't be according to him even though he pretty much realizes or they pretty much realize that they are not an expert in a field like this but their priorities tend to be different like for them their values of health and fitness tend to be third or fourth on their list you know so they're delighted to work at and with them it's solely logical with them it's solely like in alignment with a progress schedule but every now and then they tend to um, try to grab the steering wheel on how things need to be done even though they themselves realize that they are not a coach so Sometimes it's more of like an ego battle with them, but the psychological approach that I take with them is I play the game of letting them think that they are in control and that I am basically like their slave. But when needed, I do give them some crap just to realize that I'm letting them remain in control, but they don't know everything and they need to stick in their lane basically. So again, I don't do this from an ego perspective. I just do this from a place of helping them. Now the last type, now these types are an absolute delight to work at, but you need to realize that they're extremely rare. But they're, they're, they're so awesome to work with, I can't explain you like how smooth they make my life, but they're very rare. They're, they're robots. Um, with them I'm solely logical, extremely like, I periodize things down to a T, and with them I try to over deliver like let's say if they're tracking the calories and macros perfectly i'm like okay you know what let's probably add in this new shiny tool so i try to experiment with regards to my knowledge way more with these people 
So, I mean, obviously I try to experiment with supplements, with like nutrition protocols, training protocols on myself. But with them, I <laughs> try to do everything that I did on them or sometimes before I even experimented on myself. I experiment it on them. Now, over like, do you realize that in case if you're listening to this and you might fall in any one of these seven categories, my major goal for you is to shift you towards the final category that I do, did spoke to you, that I did speak to you about basically, because that's going to be like a personal win for me. You need to realize like transforming your body is not only a physical change, it's also a mental change. It requires you to be extremely rational, extremely objective, and you develop that mental muscle which can let you go through anything in life basically. So these are the seven types of clients that I deal with. Now, gender. Now, the way I communicate with a dude is gonna be very different than the like compared to the way I communicate with a female. Now, there are some females with whom I'm really blunt, really rational, but with females relatively I tend to be more empathetic. Not saying that I'm not empathetic empathetic with males, but with males the conversation is very like logical if that makes perfect sense i can't explain it but it's very i can't put it into words but it's very like straight to the point do this do that okay whereas like let's say if i'm having a chat with a female client okay how many steps you've done i've done um i'm trying my best i've been trying to do this much but you know this happened but i've done seven thousand steps so the conversation is going to stay left right sent left right before it goes to the point basically so with them, I might sometimes wear the hat of a friend. I might wear the hat of a bully. Sometimes I might wear the hat of a coach or an uncle or someone who's extremely empathetic who cares. And I do care. Yeah. But so this is stereotypically like the way I deal with dudes versus females, basically. Simple as that, you know. Now, and I've seen this usual pattern with males is I give them the plan. I don't need to speak more than it's necessary. Yeah, in fact, they don't want me to speak more than is necessary. And I tend to be a really talkative type and I do get in the zone when I start talking about my passions, which is like training, nutrition, supplementation, health, you know, maybe sometimes dating as well. But with females, um, I, th I feel that I can have more of a conversation where I can really connect with them. So that's the plus side, basically. But with dudes, it's like, give me the plan. This is what it is. <laughs> That, that's what it is. So back in the day, there used to be a funny story. Um, for uh, Predominantly, I come from a background where I've just been coaching dudes. And whenever I'd get a female client, I would pretty much scare her away. <laughs> but what I actually did was for a year, I straight up just took female clients so that I could develop it as a skill. Not only learning the technical side of things, but also the psychological side of things on how to coach them and help them become better. So, yeah. Now, age. Okay, so the whenever I get a client anywhere between like let's say 18 to 28, 29, 30, anywhere between 18 to 30, they usually want to do things from a place of being able to remove their t-shirt at the beach, feeling confident and attracting a mate, you know, attracting a partner, you know, maybe impressing the girls or if they already are in a relationship, just want to feel confident in their own skin basically, yep. Aesthetics, beauty, etc. These are the primary motivators of those people between 18 to 30. Now, for those people from 30 almost, they usually tend to conceive or they want to start a family or they are in the process of building their career or their finances or they already must be like financially, like they must have already achieved financial freedom. So their psychological motivators are, you know, I'm well settled, I'm at work, family is good. Now, the only missing piece of puzzle is health 
in life. So they don't want to do things from a place of looking good, but they want to do things from a place of being healthy, which is like sleeping well, feeling energetic, etc. So those are the primary motivators for people like them. Now, anyone above 40 usually tends to go like, okay, not getting any younger, getting older. So need my health and my looks to be on point. For them, aging is like a big, big deal. So this, I mean, I'm not worked. I've worked someone with someone in their 50s and they were like obviously 147 kilos and their health and fitness had obviously taken a call. Jaws. So for them, just simply being healthy was a primary motivator. But these are the common patterns that I've seen with most of the people on the basis of which I adapt my approach. Now, I hope you guys found, found value out of this podcast. In case if you did, uh, feel free to like, share, subscribe or just show some support in any possible way you possibly can. And thank you so much for listening to this. And guys and girls, if you want to transform your body, you want to transform your body by building habits by and by educating yourself, fill in the application form below. And that's basically it. Let me know if any questions and have a nice day.